everybody, it's me, Brandon, and welcome to another episode of Breaking the Wall Podcast. Today we are talking about the art of following up. I call it an art because I think choosing words is one, difficult, and two, it is an art form. It's how we express ourselves, right? I mean, so many of us dancers like to say we express ourselves through um, movement, right? But there's a lot of communication that needs to happen behind the scenes in order to get these jobs we want or to build connections, continue communication, right? So basically following up is whenever you're reaching out to someone who you've just worked with to tell them thank you for a great week. Maybe you work with them for a week-long workshop or you're just taking class with them. Um, So you're saying thank you and then possibly letting them know your intentions of wanting to work for them or with them again in the future. This can feel super vulnerable because it puts us in a spot to be seen, right? We're letting people know that we enjoy their work and that we want to work for them. And that can be super scary because we don't know what the response can be. And we definitely don't want to come off as needy or desperate, right? Especially in a time that feels like there's not a lot of opportunities available. Um, So today we're going to talk about how to avoid that and how to be clear about our goals, right? What do we want from sending a follow-up email? Um, So to start off, when do we want to send this? Or what opportunities do we have to send something like this? And usually it's immediately after working with someone intimately, right? You were in a week-long workshop with them. You were in class that was small, a small number of people in the room. Or maybe you worked with them on a short process. Maybe they were a guest person for guest person that came to the university for a couple of days. Um, or if you auditioned for this person before and made it to the end. Now, the times that we don't want to send an email like this is actually probably the opposite. It's the moments when we get cut early on in an audition. Or it's the times we take class with a hundred plus other people. It's the times when the choreographer or teacher doesn't know who we are or could not pick us out of a lineup, right? The point of a really good follow-up email is to continue a conversation that's already been started. So maybe you took class and they picked you out to be a demonstrator or you made to the end of an audition and maybe you didn't get the job, but you said, I'm looking forward to hopefully Uh, auditioning again or working with you in the future. Thank you so much for the opportunity, right? Um, Or you worked on a process where they knew you by name. They could say, yep, that's Brandon. I know who they are. If we're not feeling great about the impression we left, that's probably a time when we don't want to reach out um, to follow up and continue that stream of uh, conversation, right? But let's pretend that something went really well. We had a really good class. We had a really great audition. Um, we had a really positive um, interaction with this person, right? So what are we going to say? And I like to break it down into three things. So we can send this via an email or maybe on Instagram, which is super popular now. Um, you can say three things. You can start with uh, thank you, right? Then move into what you enjoyed. And then finally, what do you want? Right? So starting off with thank you, moving into what you enjoyed, and then ending with what do you want. Super clear, super brief, nothing more than three to five sentences, right? So for example, maybe I took a week-long workshop and I loved it and I felt I performed well or I did well. 
Um, and my intention is to one, say thank you, and two, express interest in working with this person later on. So maybe I'll start with saying, I want to reach out and thank you for a great week. I've loved getting to know your work, uh, the company, um, and just you as a whole better, right? Uh, thank you for creating a safe, creative space for us to play. And I could leave it there. So, and that's it. I don't need to say anything more. I don't need to go into great detail about my childhood and how I watched them grow. I watched the company since it was formed and I wanted to be a dancer since I was six. I don't need to get into all of that. Probably because this teacher or choreographer is getting a couple emails like this, right? We don't want to send something long that's going to be super time-consuming for them to read. If I wanted to add one more thing, I would say maybe I'm a big fan of your work and I'd love the opportunity to work with you in the future, right? And then leave it there. I don't need a response. I don't need them to contact me later. I don't need them to take any action at all because I'm letting them know what my intentions are. Um, I could even leave it with, if I didn't say I wanted to work with you in the future, I could say, I'd love to keep in touch moving forward and hope to move with you again soon, right? So keeping the conversation open, leaving the conversation open-ended for potential for them to respond, but also just leaving it at the fact that you had a great time and you enjoy being in that circle. And if they enjoy having you in that company circle or in that process, they're going to reach out. They're going to find a way to get you in there again, right? So we start with a quick thank you because, honestly, everyone loves to know that you appreciate them. Um, And then we move into something we enjoyed. And then finally, if we want, we let them know what we want. We want to stay in touch, right? We want to um, an opportunity to work with them again in the future, Right? We want to keep communication open. We want to say this conversation isn't over without an expectation of please email me back. I really want to hear from you. Right, And that's what's going to keep us from that image of we're needy or we're desperate for a job. Right, And we keep it on the same playing field. Really what people, especially choreographers or companies want is people who are just down to do the work down to work well with the company. Um, A lot of it sometimes is just out of our control. If no one's leaving the company, you're not getting a job, right? If you're not, if they don't know you well enough, they're probably not going to offer you a job, right? So accept that that interaction is just going to be the starting point. No further action needs to be taken. Getting jobs in this dance world is all about just building connection, um, trust between people, And that's all you're doing. It's just another piece in the puzzle of getting you to where you want to be. That is all I have for you today. Um, As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, if you are enjoying this podcast, please leave me a review um, or subscribe. And then you can follow us on Instagram at Breaking the Wall Podcast. Um, I would love to hear from you there as well. If you have any input or questions on future episodes, please reach out through there. That's all for now, everybody. I hope you have a great day, and I will see you in the next episode. Mm